speaks and Juliana offends. Plus, the details of a new cast member's criminal history and who's accusing who of abusing drugs. That's all straight ahead on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Boom! There it is. Hello, 90 Day Fiance fans. Welcome to the show that covers every single one of the week's hottest 90 Day Fiance news headlines. Thank you so much for joining us live. We got the chat roll rolling. Keep your opinions coming. And uh, welcome. My name is Christy Olson. So happy you all have joined us today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Maybe give us a little thumbs up while you're at it. And by we, I mean myself and this lovely lady to my left. You all know her from the 90 Day Fiance After Show, also right here on AfterBuzz TV. Say hello to Linda Hi, guys. Another week. All the drama. I love it. Yeah, all the juice. And I bet you guys are squeezing the juice on that new season, too, on your After Show. absolutely are. We absolutely, we, you know, every week is breaking news. You could be here and in an hour, there's some breaking news. And it's like, you know what? You guys go ahead and keep doing all the nonsense on social media. We love it. I've actually suspected that the cast sometimes waits until we're done with the show to do something crazy. But I feel that. I feel that for sure. On the note, they might be watching, but all of you guys are tuned in as well. Make sure you keep your comments coming. We like to share your thoughts, too, on all of these crazy, dramatic news stories. And I think you all are going to have a ton to say about this one. Hello, Christina, Julia, Edith, Ronnie, Laura, Nakia, Mel, everybody. Wow. (laughs) You guys have all got the comments coming already, so please tell us what you think about this alleged impending divorce going down between Paul and Karini, okay? Don't say, stop there, Christy, we've heard this one before, because we have actual juicy details on why we think this time a divorce is actually going down, all right? We gotta rewind a little bit to earlier this week, a few days ago, when Paul made a couple posts on social media informing us that he and the whole fam were hopping on a plane it looked like they were going to Karini's native Manaus all the way over across the across the pond is not what they say when we're not talking about the UK all the all the way around to the other side of the world and when they landed apparently discovered that their home in Manaus had been ransacked you guys this is the home that we've seen them hanging out in on the show and here are some photos of everything gone okay so the week didn't start off great for them not too long after this post another one from Paul claiming that Karini has told him she would like a divorce. And not only that, but she's starting the process in Manaus. You're looking at it right here. Uh, Loosely translated, this is something like Karini is starting the divorce process in Manaus, where they were at this time, and still are. Okay. Still not shocking. We've heard Paul say this before. This is the second time in two months that he has made these claims that Karini is filing for divorce. He's made these claims over and over again. I think I've heard this claim at least half a dozen times. Exactly. Which is why he then had to post this, defending himself against everyone thinking that they're making up this divorce and the burglary for maybe a GoFundMe campaign, for maybe some a little insurance fraud going on there. Nobody was really sure. And also, I do want to point out, too, in that photo of the family's home having been burglarized, Paul was like, they took everything, even little Pierre's bathtub, which is clearly there. Thank you so much 
slash JLo for being quick on that, which you can see the tub clearly right there next to the bed. So people were wondering what was up with this. Not only that, he also, um, after posting the divorce thing, was like, oh, so get your cameo orders in because Karini and I will only be doing them together uh, for the rest of this evening. And then, you know, yeah, then, you know, we're getting divorced. But uh, we don't want your GoFundMe dollars unless you are contributing to Pierre's baby shower GoFundMe, which is still alive and well. And Paul insists the money from that goes only to Pierre items. I'm just going to go with what Nakia says in the live chat. Paul and Karini get divorced every other week. They do, but... Wait one more moment, folks. Today, Karini told Us Weekly she confirmed all of this one sentence. That's all they got out of her. They must not have been paying too much. But she said, I am looking for a lawyer. So while Paul has made these claims numerous times, this is the first time that Karini herself is confirming that, yes, she has told him she wants a divorce. Also, another little leak that came out uh, from Paul posted these what looks like text messages from Karini saying, you know, all this drama, look what it has done. Now Sharp, the production company for the show, won't even pay me crying emojis. So uh, in addition to the divorce, probably some financial issues going on here. Guys, I cannot wait to hear what you think about all of this. I think it's I think it's not happening. I'm, I'm sticking to that. Unless I see the divorce papers signed, sealed, and delivered, I think that this is almost a way of how they fight. They fight, they're going to get divorced. They fight, they're going to get divorced. And they get back together. Because Honestly, where's Karini going? Is she going back home? I don't think she put up with Paul for this long. But that's the thing. She is home already. She's there with her family and the baby. She doesn't have to do anything but hide from him until his visa expires there and he has to come back to the U.S. I don't think it's possible. I I think that they're going to stay together. I think that this is their weird way of fighting. I think this is also bringing publicity back on them. And, you know, everyone loves Paul and Karini because they're such a crazy couple. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just think this is making for good social media drama. But and some cameo money. We know that they are in financial need. They always have been. And this is not getting them paid. Putting all this drama out there on the internet is getting them, as Karini said, not paid by the network because they're breaking their NDAs with all of this. They're ruining basically their chances for us to watch all this play out on TV because they're doing it themselves on social media. That's that's Listen. the kind of the sticking point for me this time. I'll believe it when I see it. Till then, I think that next week they're going to be back together and all is good and grand. Well, Paul did say that he would be chasing Karini up the Amazon River in hopes of convincing her to return to the U.S. with him and the baby. He says whether they live apart or not, he wants her and Pierre in the United States. I mean, it was just it was just Halloween what, three weeks ago? And they posted their cute little Halloween family oh, even, costume. Even a week later, him so, telling her happy anniversary. Listen, I'm not messing around with that. All right. They do not have Linda convinced. What do the live chat people say? Let's see. Uh, it's I'm tired of them, someone says. Julia agrees with me. Uh, Sarah's calling them Jay and Ashley wannabes. Ooh. That uh, is fighting words. Mello says he asked her... He asked her if she wants a divorce every time she pouts. That's true, too. So, we'll see. He offers it up. We will see. All right. Well, uh, maybe some more juicy scoop, but this time on a new couple. Y'all, 
If you watched our 90 Day Fiance after show uh, last week, that was breaking news. We reported about Anna. So the B couple, we love the B couple so far. We think that their story is going to be interesting. And it's the simple fact that oh. they can't they can't communicate. I thought you were calling them like they're the B list. Like they're um, like the not as great couple. But I you mean, mean the beekeepers. The beekeepers. We're calling them the bee couple. <laughs> yes. So it turns out Anna uh, has some charges in her background. First of all, she's a Cali girl. So she spent some time in California. Mm-hmm. Back in 2002, uh, in May, she was uh, convicted of being under the influence of a controlled substance and domestic battery. And then goes on like a month later, almost a month later, June 5th of that same year, she also was charged for a second time, or should I say a third time, uh, with batteries. So it looks like she has some domestic violence and substance abuse issues in her background. Now, what we thought was interesting from last week as well is that on social media, they posted a Facebook um, picture of Marcel and Marcel said he went to Cal State Northridge which is also in California so we're wondering what is that California connection because we both we all know right and I was going to say we both know because we both do know that they're already married wait Marcel was saying that he went to school in, in California, California when he doesn't speak enough English to carry on a conversation with his fiance but does he though You're extra suspicious this week, Linda. I like it. I'm just saying, does he? We don't know. <laughs> we we know, you know. I, I, we know what we know for now. Okay, so there's some Cali connection. There's a Cali connection. There's a criminal background connection. I guess the the concern for the fans were, you know, like, is she a hothead, mm-hmm. and how is that going to affect her relationship or her new relationship and uh, her relationship with her kids? So they say that she's grown up a bit. You know, 2002 is a long time ago, so we will see. But I am putting a conspiracy theory out there because we already know they're married. We don't know how long they've been married. And we know that they've refilmed some of the things like the airport scene. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Okay. First time in in the U.S. and he lands in Chicago and then goes to Kentucky. And all of a sudden you went to Cal State Northridge. I don't know. Something's not adding up to me. And I know we can all just, you know, tag whatever. We can say whatever. Yeah. Right? It can mean nothing or it can mean something. Well, what stands out to me about all of this, and actually I didn't even realize this when this story first came to light last week, but then watching uh, the previous episode back, Anna talks about being in, I guess I'd use like an embattled relationship mm-hmm. that her three kids' father... I forget the exact word she uses, but she says things like he wasn't very nice Mm -hmm. and he is no longer in their lives for a reason. Mm -hmm. And things that made me think that maybe the timing would match up with the son's age. 17 years ago, the charges happened. Her oldest son is 16. Maybe this was simply a really bad relationship that she had with all the kids' fathers. You know, she hasn't gotten in any kind of assault charges since then. So maybe this was just one bad guy, a bad period in her life. And she probably hopes that, you know, we could all forget about it or have never found out about it in the first place. We'll see. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Uh, Honorine Miller Kofer said she's going to beat him up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not too concerned about that. Selwonk, all fake. He knows English. See? I don't know. He just, that vacant look on his face. He's he's really good at faking if he's faking. But even, did, even in this last episode, there were things that, even when they're translating, 
I was like, wait a minute, you got that really, really quickly. Like, you might only got the one word, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Maybe we'll be playing this back in a few weeks and Linda will be saying, we to- she told us so. All right. Well, let's move on to another new couple. One that's definitely not the B couple, <laughs> A to B or the B keepers, Juliana and Michael, who have made a lot of headlines, of course, of her age, his age, his wealth, her sugar baby status. And we are learning a little bit more about Juliana from the source herself, okay? The model took to Insta stories last night and answered some fan questions in which she talked about a past relationship where she lived with Mm -hmm. an ex-boyfriend and then another ex-boyfriend named Luigi, who she reveals was, dun-dun-dun-dun, 45 years old. So just about twice her age and, you know, an older man just like Michael. People have been wondering if she is a bit of a, a serial sugar baby. And, of course, there has been those prostitution accusations that really I think is just um, kind of run-of-the-mill standard procedure in an interview like the immigration one that she went to. But, you guys, that is not the big story here. The next question that Juliana answered is about her modeling career. And I think that maybe we'll go ahead and play this one for you, and then we can all react to what Juliana said when asked if she is still modeling or not. I'm modeling. <laughs> I'm just taking a break and I'll be back because I'm fat. I- yes, that's right, folks. You heard it here. The 119 pound model is too fat to do her job, according to Juliana herself. Hmm. Uh, chat roll, feel free to chime in here. Linda, I'm uh, waiting for you to unload on this one. I'm going to say this. I think that uh, it's 2019. Do you know what I mean? Models comes in all models come in all shapes and sizes. People come in all sh- shapes and sizes. And if she, I mean, from what I saw in that second episode, she doesn't even look like she's 119 pounds. She looks like she's like 80 pounds. Um, so. What she thinks is fat, I know. I mean, it's her body. She can decide what what's what, but she's clearly not fat. She's clearly a beautiful young lady. And, you know, if she thinks she she needs to lose a few pounds, then, I mean, go to the gym then. I, 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 I don't see it. Right. I don't understand it, but that whole model industry might be a whole different story. But from what I know, and I know, I know models here who are not 119 pounds and they're mm-hmm. beautiful and gorgeous and accept themselves for who they are, so... Go figure. I think it's very, very sad that she she clearly feels this way. She mm-hmm. clearly thinks that she has gained too much weight or whatever it is to go in front of the lens again. And the fact that she's been forced to believe that by the industry or, you know, other models or whoever it may be, being in the modeling industry, I'm sure, is kind of what sort of warped her outlook like that. But she also might have her own personal issues. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like body issues and, and all of that. Because I know that that some women and like you said in the model industry because it's so strict in their their judge on their appearance specifically, that they have a unrealistic sense of who they are. Mm-hmm. And that that's unfortunate. So hopefully it's nothing like that. But she sounds crazy. That's what I say. She sounds crazy. 
She does. If she thinks she's that, that's that's crazy to me because she's clearly not. So, and she must have realized that this was a little, at least politically incorrect, because she did delete it before uh, the twenty four hours was up, Mm -hmm. but left the other one about the boyfriends, which she was very open about. This ex who was forty five and another one who she lived with. Are we surprised that she's being revealing so much? Mm, I think she's trying to lay the foundation like she's not a sugar baby. That well, talking about a forty five year old boyfriend didn't really help. Well, no, but I'm thinking she's she's like, that's her type. She likes older men. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why she's open with, oh, hey, he's not the first old dude that I've I've dated. That's kind of who I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got to tell you, when I was watching this episode, the second episode, I know this is going to sound super creepy, but that's how I felt. I felt like she might have, like, I want to know about her backstory, like her family story. Like, does she have parents and and where are they? Because Are you wondering if she has daddy issues? Yes, girl, yes. When I saw her in in the the (laughs) hotel room and they were, even the way they were holding each other, I was like, oh, why am I getting, like, father-daughter vibes from this? Like, I'm not getting that romantic, like, ooh, this is really, like, a romantic, sexy, I haven't seen you in a month thing. I'm getting more, like... Daddy's home. Ugh. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. I'm sorry. I I just don't see. It. I think it's very very interesting. These these two. I know that you think you're they're gonna they're gonna last. I do. I just I can't see it. Christy, I cannot see it. Uh, can't well, see it at all. As you said, apparently she has a type, and we are giving you all the scoop on the new couples this week because Sinjin and Tanya, of course, in the news as well after this the airport scene where Tanya so lovingly spewed rose petals all over the floor in a public space, and then asked the janitor, in some people's opinion, nicely, and others not so nicely, mm-hmm. to maybe not sweep it up. Well. Fans came at her hard about that. She defended herself a little bit, but who really went to bat for her was her fiancé, Sinjin, who wrote a huge diatribe on Instagram stories talking about how Tanya is a strong woman and that she's helped not only him, but a lot of other people. I think he's kind of drive trying to drive the point home that she's a nice, respectful person, and he wants everybody to remember that what you see on TV is not necessarily what you get. There's editing, and there's a lot of things that fans are not privy to that you just have to keep in mind. He calls the comments towards Tanya bad and ugly and he's like, hey guys, just live in love. Much love. Do you know what show you're on? Because, I mean, (laughs) the 90 Day fans are serious business. That's all I'm saying. So... This has just begun, you guys. Oh, the chat roll is not here for Tanya. John said she's lame. Karina says, I hate Tanya. And wow, yeah, you guys not big fans of Tanya and Sinjin. Is that what the is that what the chat roll saying in your after mm-hmm. show as well? Um, they're not really talking too much about her because we only had her for a little bit. So it should be interesting what the chat says tonight on our after show. Ah, stay tuned for all of that. Whilst Linda tells us about some pretty juicy drug drama. So this is such a convoluted story to me, specifically. Uh, okay, okay, we got the receipts. So... On the 9th, Jennifer posted a video of herself with, like, her cat makeup, and she's swaying back and forth. So this and is Tim's ex-Jennifer. Mm-hmm, posing for the camera. And uh, she says, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. And so Veronica, who is the ex of Tim, uh, apparently sees the video and says, what are you on? And under the post, she comments, hopefully Violet is with your mama or her dad tonight. 
So Jennifer defends herself and says, what are you even talking about with the laughing emoji? Smiley face, smiley face. Um, And so this is the beginning of their social media battle or feud feud or, or whatever. And so she, Veronica, goes back into the comments and says... Just saying you look like you're having a fun Saturday, uninhibited. Hope you're being safe and having a fun night, she replied. You deserve to let loose every once in a while from one single mom to the next. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Jennifer's not having it. Jennifer goes, um, yes, of course, but not tonight. I'm already in pajamas and putting my baby to sleep. Too much design work to do in this next hours. But thank you for caring so much. Something I would say that's hilarious. You are and welcome. then um, <laughs> the fans weren't having it. They all jumped in on defended Jennifer because you would see Veronica backpedaling a little bit on what she was uh, writing. So she goes, um, I never accused her of doing drugs, nor did I ask her about sex with Tim. She's referencing uh, the video on the 90 Day Fiance where she seemed to uh, ask invasive questions that we all saw right. about their sex life. And then. Uh, I asked about their connection, she claimed. I'm all about energy, and her seems a bit off tonight. But just wanted to make sure she was happy and in a good place. Jennifer goes on to say... Yeah, she, you know she got uh, hopped up on Insta Live. <laughs> uh, Jennifer goes on to say um, that she was jealous. She thinks that she's jealous. And I am pulling this up, guys. Sorry. I, I, I remember Jennifer said something to the effect of if you see strippers and drugs everywhere, maybe it's because that's what you are. Right. Basically, she said that on Insta Live and then kind of went in even a little bit harder here uh, and answered to a fan and accused Veronica. Now it's Jennifer accusing Veronica of being on Oxycontin. Yeah. And, and she's like, I don't know what fun looks like without my kid because she's with me all the time. So it's like one mom to another battling back and forth, saying that they're each on drugs. Mm -hmm. And this is all over a video post. So you're making an assumption because of what? Beyond me. Made no sense to me. I mean, Jennifer's eyes, it looked like she was having a lot of fun. Okay, but I mean, that could be... (laughs) But, you know, I wouldn't say that publicly, especially if uh, I was Veronica. I mean, the funny thing to me is, so Tim... Oh, yeah! What about that guy? Crickets. No comment, no anything, nothing. We haven't heard anything about Tim and his opinion on his two women battling it out. Yeah. And what also is interesting is that uh, Veronica is sticking to whatever this thing that she's talking about is. And she's saying that she is financially supporting Tim now. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because that is not who he was portraying. He on the show, right? No, no. He was the business owner, driving in that fancy car, living the great life, sending Jennifer, all this stuff. And Veronica says she's the one that bought the pajamas. Mm-hmm. She's the one that bought the ring. Mm-hmm. And she's been financially supporting Tim from the get-go. What? What? Stop it. So is Veronica rich then? Somebody's rich up in there. Apparently she's saying, and what did she say that I thought was hilarious? She said that she was going to go to Mass. Um. Oh yeah, she's, I will be going to mass and confession tomorrow, and will print any lies I've told. Unfortunately, this is not one of them. 
<laughs> Veronica's good TV, man. Maybe we should get her on Pillow Talk. Her and Tim? I'd do Maybe it. Maybe just her and Jennifer. Her and Jennifer. That'd be hilarious. Her, Tim, and Jennifer. Uh, All three of them. Or we'll never see any of them on television ever again, which is maybe why they're uh, making such a fuss. Yeah, I think it's interesting, though, that Tim is staying out of it. Like, why is he super MIA? Because he even admitted one of his goals was to be a reality TV star. Yeah. So here you are. You know, maybe that's saying, you know, careful what you wish for. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's, he's having some second thoughts. Who knows? It is unlike him to not uh, set straight, especially Absolutely. what Veronica said about their finances. So we'll keep you posted if he does. In the meantime, uh, you know, we can always count on Paula to bring the sexy, but was it the wrong time this time? I, I, I like her. I, I like her. I like her grind. I like the fact that she's on her fitness tip. Uh, so she's shutting down haters. She fired back after being shamed for showing too much skin on social media. So you guys know that she has been um, documenting her journey online uh, postpartum. So November 5th, she she posted, my little baby boy, uh, as the caption. And she, I mean, look, she looks fantastic, I think. She looks amazing, and she's worked hard for it. Uh, after seeing the video uh, showcasing, her, showcasing her weight loss, one of her followers took the opportunity to speak her mind. Why do you always have to be half naked? All caps. Put some damn clothes on. You're a mother and your son is crawling right behind you. Have some damn dignity, the shady comment read. I think it's shady. Uh, prompting Paula to say, I'm wearing damn clothes and do you really see me naked? Shorts to work out and a damn top. Who is the disgusting here? And I know damn well where my baby is, or you can see a reflection of him in the mirror. You don't like me? Stop following me because you will see this and so much more. Go ahead, Paula. Okay, but she's calling those thong underwear shorts. <laughs> and those she, are, that's, that's a thong. But that's but, a thong. Christy, she just said, <laughs> if you don't like it, don't look at her. She says, you're right, you're right. She also says, you'll see this and so much more. I don't have any problem with Pow showing off the sexy, and she obviously works hard for it. Like, if you've bought your body, maybe it's not quite as noble to be showing it off, mm -hmm. but for someone like her who's really put the time and the energy in and into inspiring other moms as well to make positive changes in their life, I'm all for all of that. I just holding the kid in the thought, I mean. I think if you're concerned about what people think, you just don't do this because you know it's going to get backlash. But if you're pal who's confident and you don't, you know, you give zero Fs, then this is what you do. And I guess, you know, who cares what I think? Okay, but but what's wrong with this picture? Like, I, I'm trying to th She's in her own home. She's on her own social media. She's working hard. And if, if any of you guys have been, like, working out and you start to see the progress, you feel good about yourself. And so if she wants to post this and say, hey, listen, ladies, it's been 10 months. Uh, I had a baby. I'm getting to where I want to be, and I feel good about myself, so I'm going to go ahead and throw on a sports bra and some, some panties that look like it could be a bathing suit, but whatever. Go ahead and do that, Paula. I am not mad at you because you put in the work. But what about in 10 years when little Axel goes to school and his friends pull up this shot of, you know, hey, here's your mom's butt and you as a baby. And, and guess what? They're going to be like, your mom was fire back then. Your mom is fire. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> Poor embarrassed Axel is the only one losing out here. 
Listen, I, I go for it. You go, girl. Sarah in the chat said it's the same amount of clothes she would wear to the beach. Yeah. And uh, Miller Kofer points out that she is from Colombia, where they are much freer, where I think probably, you know, the nude beaches and the topless and all of that. So um, kids probably much more exposed to nudity there than than here. I mean, you guys, we we've seen much more than this. Come on now. Oh, uh, Ronnie in the chat is hoping that Paula was demonetized for posing in a thong with her baby in her arms. Interesting. John wants to send her back to the Amazon. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. John, that's not nice. (laughs) That's not nice. Someone else who is maybe not so nice or a perfect angel, depending on who you ask, is one Jesse Meester, everybody's favorite ex-boyfriend, everybody's fave 90-day ex. Is he not canceled yet? Like, is he not canceled? He's not canceled yet because he's trying so damn hard to stay on the air. Look at this post. This is from just today where he's talking about, if you guys kind of follow me here, Logan Paul, huge YouTuber, controversy of his own. You guys probably know who that is. Had a big fight with another celebrity this last weekend, a huge boxing fight. Well, Jesse sort of... uh took notice and he had a problem with this fight it didn't there was no knockout it was kind of a contested win jesse said people pay to see knockouts he is all about protecting boxing fans now and their dollars and he wants to give them a good fight so newsflash jesse has scheduled a charity boxing match for himself at none other than the staples center next year yes that's right the staples center which holds 20,000 people and is probably pretty difficult to get get on the books at. Well, Jesse claims that he has scored a date and will be taking on uh, somebody for a charity boxing match. Who does he wish to challenge? A much younger YouTuber celebrity brother of Logan Paul, Jake Paul, who you all maybe have heard about. He's a, a former Disney star, and probably if you've got kids, they are probably all over this guy's YouTube channel. But he has had a couple amateur boxing fights himself, uh, one in which he actually won. So not completely out of pocket for Jesse to call Jake Paul out, uh, besides the discrepancy in their followings. However, Jake, after another fight with another YouTuber in, like, March, hurt his hand so bad that he needed surgery, and probably that injury put an end to Jake Paul's boxing career. So way to do your research, Jesse, <coughs> and way to call out someone with a huge following just to get some attention That's for it. yourself. That's it. That, that right there is the punchline. That... And the fact that Jesse thinks he's going to sell Staples Center, I mean... It's it, a delusion. That's it's delusion. A del- what did she say? It's Selwonk said, Jesse is an illusion. <laughs> Facts. Uh, I also thought what was interesting I saw on his Instagram this week as well is that he is saying that he's he's an actor and he was cast in a movie. Yeah, like, but... So you're, so you're a boxer and you're an actor and you're a motivational speaker an actor who's willing to do nude scenes. Well, we knew that when we saw the tell-all, right? Because that was weird, where he was in the shower. Like, why am I watching you in the shower right now? Yeah, because he's claiming this was like some huge director that reached out to him for a part, wondering if he would be okay with the nudity involved. Stop it. 
Stop, stop it, Jesse. Just stop it. it. Nakia said she's not even crushing on him anymore, so take that, Jesse. Uh, Karina's dead, dead, dead. Jean said Jesse and Jake are both thirsty to be famous. That's true. However, I think Jesse's like Sahara level thirsty there, and Jake's actually doing fairly well for himself. Angel said he's a wannabe. It makes me ill just to watch him. You know what's interesting, though? He sure knows how to, like, latch on to whoever's in the news yeah. at the moment. Like, that's a skill. It is. And he is. He's traveling the world. He's doing the thing. He's doing all the stuff. And uh, apparently, whether you guys are here for it or not, <coughs> we are here talking about it. So congratulations, Jesse. Speaking of someone who is uh, doing the most, George. <laughs> George uh, is opening about opening up about how he's lost all of this weight. So uh, we know that he went into jail last year. He was 275 pounds, guys. Uh, since then, he's dropped 125 Jeez. pounds. That's a whole person. It's probably more uh, than, his, so than his wife. He uh, did an interview with E. Uh, he said, we push ourselves to the limit pretty much doing military-based exercise combined with a lot of jogging. He says that he's working out twice a day, guys, once at 4 a.m., once Ooh. in the afternoon, every single day. I've been patting myself on the back for getting up at 6 and going to the gym. Dang. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> 10 o'clock, 6 o'clock, I'm still. Oh, hey. We don't yeah, judge. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know. I'm not in the morning person. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's saying he had a really bad diet uh, when he was out. And I like how he has the prison talk down when he was out in the free world. Uh, he told the outlet. So in prison, he doesn't have access to the fast food company, sugary drinks he used to eat on a regular basis. Instead, he eats a whole lot of oatmeal and peanut butter. Yum. That's it. Well, it's probably the safest thing to consume there in prison. And it's cool, too, that he has this this buddy that he's working out with, a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he finished up with something really inspirational, right? Uh, where he says overall he's more confident with himself. Yeah, and that healthy. he's glad that people can see some positivity out of this negative situation, that this is the lowest point he's really ever been in, but that he's taking the best care of himself. I mean, he really is. And Anafisa uh, is fire right now, too, so they're going to be out. I've said this, and I'm going to say this again. They're going to come out. They're going to be this power fitness couple. They're going to do the fitness circuit. They're going to milk all of that stuff because that that's the story right there. I can't wait. Yeah, that's the story right there. The before and afters. Wait. John Gonzalez said, El Flaco. Gene said, good for George to use his time behind bars wisely. And Selwalk wants to see his body. (laughs) This is just the face. Give us us a full body shot. Maybe he'll come out and do a a pose in a bikini. Didn't Teresa Judice do that when she got out of prison? I think so. Yeah, think you so. know, get your real housewife on, George. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, maybe a little a little social media love, uh, TLC, have they been forcing the cast to promote their fellow cast members? Okay, you guys maybe noticed this pop-up yesterday. Everybody from the Other Way cast, including Ronald, who had some major beef with Corey, and Karini, who's reportedly dealing with a divorce right now, took their time to all post the same photo of Corey Wraithberger, you know, Evelyn's maybe fiancé, and encourage people to follow him. But why? 
why? Linda, why? We've never seen anything like this before. Uh, obviously, you know, you can usually tell when the cast has been instructed to post something, and they are all also working with um, some digital managers who have them post, who post for them, like articles and things like that. But this is completely different. This is them just trying to encourage fans to follow Corey. Do you think Corey put them up to this? Do you think TLC is trying to gauge his popularity to decide if they should sign him again and needed the cast to do this? Uh, do you think they all just woke up that day and were like, Corey does not have enough followers, and this picture of him is fabulous. What do you think is going on here? Chat roll, Linda? Chat roll says it's a marketing strategy. Yeah, I think it's a marketing strategy. I think that they're gauging the interest in Corey and what we should do next with him. Mm-hmm. Because I think that in the beginning he was a fan favorite. I think that Evelyn kind of uh, wrecked that. And I think that they're trying to figure out, like, do we want to move forward with them? Let's go see. If we throw it out there and people start following, then there might be an interest and we can move forward with that. Yeah. That's what I think. Because I think that's super weird. Go follow him. Like, since when? Since, right. when, since when do cast members say, go follow other cast members? The fans just automatically follow you because we want to follow you and want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. You're right. I am sure they are gauging something, and I think they're probably going to find that the interest in Corey and Evelyn and that entire storyline has waned big time. Yeah, and I'm going to say it right now. It's because of Evelyn. She's a mean girl. And people don't like mean girls. Uh Agreed. Well, on that note, we have an update on a story that we reported last week about Nicole's dad. Yeah, he's free. Free at last. Uh, So he got released November 7th, and uh, Nicole went to her Insta stories and posted her cute little daughter and daddy, excuse me, her daddy behind her watching her play. Um, I think it's... uh, Happy family reunion. I'm glad that Taylor was able to make his bail. And uh, according to the court records, he was able to go home and he's out of custody. Last Thursday? On the 7th. Yeah. November the 7th. And that was a long time. He was in jail from October 21st. I mean, I feel like that's a long time. That is a long time. October wow. 21st to November the 7th. More than two um, weeks for battery and yeah. uh, possession of drug paraphernalia. That's right. So the victim stated that she was in a verbal argument. He grabbed her. She was scared. Hence, uh, he was in jail. But now he's out and... All is good with the world again. All is well. And I think, of course, the natural reaction to this is with him hanging out with his granddaughter is, oh, my gosh, is it safe? He was just charged with a violent crime and with um, having cocaine basically on him. And we have all seen Nicole's family for many years. We've seen uh, Papa Nafziger's interactions with May, always sweet and kind. And um, I mean, I don't see any problem here. I don't either. Then I was so shocked by this because by his arrest, yeah, because he seemed on the show the voice of reason, mm-hmm. you know, and really just concerned about his daughter, uh, concerned about his granddaughter. So I think that there is definitely, obviously, more to the story, um, and I hope all is well. But I think that that that's fun, and he's grandpa and grandpa's grandpa. 
Aw, well, good to see them all reunited. And another reunion that took place last week, and you guys maybe caught this on the social media, Ashley, who was on that trip to the Dominican Republic that they advertised to the fans, was not alone. Her uh, old friend, maybe former flame, Christian Estrada of The Bachelor fame, was there with her. Now, tons of pics. They... Since I think it was like September when they went on a date to Disneyland and then said, no, 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 we're just friends. It seemed like Ashley was maybe pushing it harder than he was back then. But now, a few months later, they look very cozy on this trip. There was a lot of dancing, butt grabbing, um, <coughs> simulated oral sex on the dance floor, all the kinds video. of shenanigans uh, going down between Ashley and Christian. Not only that, but kind of a, a drunken video one evening of them all in a hotel uh, talking about what show they could get together and pitch. Mm-hmm. So apparently still thirsty for reality fame and possibly for each other. Do you guys think that now that she's done with Jay that Ashley has gone back to her bachelor reject? I don't I mean I don't think so. I think this is more like I am going to go party and I'm going to get all that Janus out of my system. I'm going to go buck wild and cuz from the videos and pictures that I saw they were they were buck wild. Oh yeah, like they were all one thousand percent in on the debauchery. Like they were just in it. So you know maybe she had to get that out of her system. However, do we think the chances of a someone who is on a couple episodes of Bachelor in Paradise and Ashley, who we haven't seen on TV in nearly a year now, have any hope of getting together and? Putting together some kind of show that people want to watch and what having the, the clout be to be able to pitch it. What would the show be well, about? Well, they themselves couldn't quite come up with anything. That's that's. What would it be about? We've already, you know, girl gone wild here. We've already seen that for free on social media. So, what exactly would it be? It's not a dating show. Chat Wilson says, "Ashley, stop! You got kids, and they're going to see all that foolishness one day. One day." They're like 14 and 12. They're probably seeing it right now. Uh, Honey said she is just looking for a man. Uh, But Angel points out, and I think she makes a good point here, booze will make you do crazy stuff. Um, Linda? I mean, alcohol doesn't change who you are. You're just freer, a freer version of yourself. Don't let anyone tell you that alcohol changes them, does it? You would simulate oral sex on the dance floor whether you were sober or not. Well, you might not do it sober, but you might think it. The alcohol just frees you to do it. Right. All right. Well, we got our eyes on y'all and your vacay. If you're going to keep sharing them like that. Chat roll. Keep all those comments coming because it is time for one of our favorite parts of this show. We are going to play a little game and we need all of you to weigh in on this. We are going to play what we call Do We Ship It? All right, I think you guys are going to be really into this one. This is where we give you one of the 90-day couples. We're going to choose one of the new season couples. And you tell us, are they shipped for life, as in in a relationship forever? Or are we shipping them out? (coughs) Out of here, they are headed in a big boat towards Splitsville, maybe in two separate boats. You tell us if you ship them. And we are talking this week Anna and Marcel, who came up a little bit earlier with her criminal history and all of uh, Linda's uh, conspiracy theories. So (coughs) we got to know, after all that considered, Linda, do we ship it? 
I like them, though, because they're crazy and they don't communicate. And I'm going to ship them together. Really? Yeah. Him hiding the kids from his family and all that? <coughs> Excuse me. I think that it's just so bizarre that it might work. Yep. Really? Yep. Okay, well, then we are uh, maintaining our track record of disagreeing on this, I guess, because I am shipping these two way out, and I hope it happens sooner than later for her children's sake. I think the fact that he is hiding them from his family is all I need to know about him, about his lifestyle, about his family, about his priorities, and about the future of this relationship. There's absolutely no way that that could work out. It's clear that this is not what's best for her children. You know, one of them is only, like, eight, so she'll figure that out sometime in the next 10 years for sure and just the fact that they can't communicate once they get to know each other well enough to dislike each other I think that's exactly what's going to happen this is just your classic I want somebody this is who I found so I'm sticking to it and I'll do anything for it but this is going to implode and it's going to be messy and we've seen it happen a million times on this franchise going to be good TV. Either way it is, let's check in with the chat roll. BJGW said I like them both and uh, and I love that they have a lot of bees, but not ship them out. Doesn't think they're going to last together. Ronnie said, I think as long as we learn more, until we learn more, I think they're not going to work out. Starting a relationship on a lie never works. Oh, and plus, and she reminds us, the kids don't like him. Also, they say, bless you, Linda. Thank you so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys, Megan also shipping him out because he can't even tell his family about the kids. And Bianca said, I think they would have a lot to figure out. She should be deeply concerned that he does not want the people he loves to know about something that significant. That's a great point, Bianca. So you guys also shipping these two out. Linda, sucker for love today? I am. I just like how they are beekeepers. I think that's hilarious. It is absolutely unique. And I'm sure uh, you have a lot more to say about the rest of the couple. So tell everybody in the chat roll why they should stick around. Guys, stick around. We have 90 Day Fiance later on this evening. And it's going to be juicy. It's going to be good. And we want to thank you guys for joining us live. If you missed it, no worries. We are here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time on the AfterBuzz reality TV channel. Please come join us live. You can see we have fun. Hello to Christina and everybody else hanging out in the live chat. And uh, if they want to reach out to you personally, Linda, where can they do that at? All across social media. Linda is so girly. Anything else you want to pimp out? Nope. Not today. Not today. All right. Well, you guys, you can always hit me up at Christy Reports. And if you love reality TV, Shaws of Sunset, Vanderpump Rules, The Bachelorette, I have some great juicy scoop brand new stuff from last week on my YouTube channel, Christy Reports. So I would love it if you'd subscribe. And we, of course, will be back right here next week with more 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. See you then. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.